and welcome to another episode of Fools Daily. Yes, the podcast still exists. It's all Conrad's fault. Why is it my fault? Because you weren't available. You had a life and stuff. But you're not like me, who has no life. But, 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 but I said but lots of times. Then, <laughs> yeah, who's but, but? but? I don't know. But I'm not the only person who can record episodes of Fools Daily. Hint, hint. Well, it it would appear it would appear that that's not necessarily true. <sighs> These people who don't do things. I know, I know. How are you? I'm um I'm not as stressed as I was at the start of the week. And why is that? Because Look at this, I, it's like seamless. I, I have um Completed almost, apart from some basing accoutrements, um, my crew for the Malifaux doubles. Malifaux doubles, but I don't right. I want to play that crew anymore. <laughs> the Malifaux doubles. You mean the competition that we decided ten months ago we were going to go to. And it's this weekend as we record, and you're just finishing off painting. Yeah, I've got lots of things to do, haven't I? I'm a busy person. Having only started last week. Did I only start last week? I don't know. I think I started the spiders three weeks ago. Two weeks oh, okay. ago. Possibly. Oh, no, that's all right then. That makes, it, that makes it so much better. But I don't, I think we only, well, I only sort of, decided really after the Tainlawn doubles what I was going to play. That you, that you weren't going to play Tan Low. Yes. Or Rezzers, basically. And cool. I, so what are you playing? I'm going to play Ramos. Excellent. That sounds pretty good, actually. And uh, there is a flaw in the plan. <laughs> You have no idea how to play Ramos? No, I do, actually. I do know how to play Ramos. The flaw in the plan was that this was yet again another summoning crew. So I had to paint extra models. And I think I've worked out. I've basically painted a 50-point crew with the extra spiders and things that I've completed for the, the doubles event. So you muppet. Yeah, I, t- I don't like doing things by halves, do I? I don't. I don't set myself easy Impossible. targets, do I? Impossible targets. No. Let's let's make it a little bit of a challenge. So it's been a journey, basically. It started off with me really enjoying the painting as I started on the easy stuff, which is the spiders. Um, but mainly that was done so that I could work out colours and some sort of running theme. So there's work out how to paint, paint metals properly and things like that. Um, right. See, I thought you were going to say it started with a kiss. It did, but that was at the end of the last doubles tournament that we had. <laughs> we said we'd never kiss again, apart from Adepticon. <laughs> but that's because you're a hoe. <laughs> what I'm a gardening implement yes you are it's a well known fact so yeah I did I did my six spiders 
I think I did them in more or less a week and a half and started on the electrical creation at the same time. And, and as I was doing this, I was putting paint on Ramos uh, and a bit on Howard. Um, finished the electrical creation and went to Ramos. Had problems with colour choices because I'm, I'm rubbish at colour choices. You're not the only one. So thank you, everyone, including you, Mike, and the Twitter community. Uh, and Mr. Webb and uh, Nick as well for uh, helping out, helping me out with that. Um, I think he looks fine now. He could. I think the the colours that he cho- the colours that he chose that he ended up at he was boring. He was. Yeah, there was no contra- yeah, there was no contrast between um, trousers and the rest of him. Where you've ended up, though, um, I think he looks excellent. I think they all look excellent be honest i think it's possibly your some of your best paint jobs ever oh thank you very much i've um i really enjoyed starting off and then when i got to howard i thought oh this is gonna be hard work and then i sort of worked on the flesh and you know as as happens with many models they it starts to come to life the actual model comes to life not literally obviously not like um you know Toy Story. Toy Story or anything like that. Um, and I started to enjoy it. And I think there's too much metal on him, but it's, it's kind of unavoidable with that version of the model. Yeah. Um, I could probably do some spot colours on the brass, but I'm just going to leave it as it is for now. Um, and then I went on to Joss. And Joss, I've pretty much painted as the artwork, apart from the lovely green pipes which was a lovely suggestion from you it did work well didn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i need to use a few bolder colors like that like you know a red or a blue green or a yeah which surprises me when you look at your um something like your men off a little bit of warm no my signal you mean i don't do men off. Oh, damn <laughs> <laughs> oh i got all excited there them blue and white ones the blue and yellowy ones and the browns yeah so blue's, yeah, blue's quite easy to paint, isn't it? No, I find blue really hard to paint. Well, there's obviously different types of blues, because you painted uh, your um, Rasputina, didn't you? So... Yeah, but I painted that because I couldn't paint blues. I, I, it's interesting, I was talking to someone last night, because um, I'm working on some epic buggies at the moment. and um, Not props. Were... No. And um, I've got a a yellow one, and they were complimenting me on my yellows. And I find yellows really easy to paint. I think with yellow, it's uh, it's about the actual paint itself, because yellow is such a bad pigment, isn't it? Paint-wise, usually. Yes. So that's probably where people find the problem, but you've got to persevere with multiple layers. Is my opinion, anyway. Yeah, but I just thought it was interesting because I think everyone has colours that they don't like to paint. Yeah, I think... I mean, I've used... I use every um, model I paint as an exercise to try and get better at something or learn something. So this was about learning to paint metals a lot better than I'm used to. Uh, And I think I've succeeded in that. 
Um, so how did you do them? Well, we're back. To, we're back to. I talked to Mr. Webb for a start. Yeah. Uh, and he basically said he's followed recipes in the Convergence of Cirrus book. So I went and looked at the Convergence of Cirrus book. And Is that a war machine thing? It's a war machine um, army book, essentially. Uh, false book, they're called. And as is, this, you know, all the false books come with painting articles. Um, right. And the Convergence is mainly metal. So there was articles in there how to paint uh, brass and steel and carbon steel. Um, and I pretty much followed those. And to be to be fair, I keep saying to people the PP painting guides are absolutely brilliant because one of the things that they do really, really well is they, they teach you about colour choice, colours and using colours to shade other colours as well. So, right. you know, using a blue to shade a brown, for instance, which you would never think of to get a, a leather effect. Um, so a, a lot of these, um, a lot of the metal has been, you use you use the main metal, metallic paints, and then you use normal acrylics to essentially make it have an NNM look to a certain extent, but to take the sheen off, but then you take, then you highlight with a metallic as well. So steels were shaded. <laughs> Steel. Mike's just sent me something on my phone because I just heard the, the octo monkey sign. Um, you, yeah, you use grey paint on on metals essentially on silvers and uh, on brass you use a green for shading and things like that so right um and it gives the metals a completely different look so it's been really enjoyable as usual um excellent and then there's large areas of flesh on joss and howard so i've got again to use the scale 75 flush paint set and Matt Hart's quote to me on um, these paints was, these paints are like on speed. They make you look like a, a blending god. And oh, these are the scale 75. These are the scale 75. No, actually, they're not scale 75s. They're Andrea colours. Andrea, yeah. And I totally agree with him. You, you just follow the paint instructions, essentially, that you get with them, even though they're not that good um and the paint does the work for you it's incredible the the fact that you you're you're not necessarily doing any sort of blending or anything like that but the paint is such that i'm guessing it's at a molecular level or you know the pigment level that it it seems to do the work for you just by adding paint of different colors so whose flesh you've been using i've been using the Andrea Colour Flesh, yeah. Because, yeah, I think if I look at the pictures that you've painted, and you can follow Conrad on Twitter if you want to see, because obviously uh, talking about painting isn't necessarily the uh, the most useful thing. Um, but I think that the flesh is where your work really shows massively. And, and that there's nothing that's that's nothing special you know i obviously know how to paint anyway but 
using those paints has just the flesh looks completely different before i was using uh the flesh recipes that were in the mercenary p3 uh, pp book which is great because you learn how to use reds and greens on flesh which gives that tone human tone to the flesh itself right um and again i'd never think of doing that but it works and it works really well but this stuff you just put on and and away it goes sort of thing you know excellent i'm very impressed with it so um i've got some scale 75 paints to use which i'm hoping to use at some point on another project don't know what though so the crew is ready, more or less, apart from some tufts and things, which will, which are going to go on in the next... Well, they're going to go on today, basically. Um, and I'm really happy with it. Excellent. It sounds awesome. It really does. And it certainly... Picture, you know, it looks awesome. Well, I'm hoping... Uh, I'm hoping, you know, you, you, you can always sort of hope for painting prizes and things like that, but... Uh, it would be nice to to come away with something like that because it was a, a sort of celebration of where we started, wasn't it? On the it was but, with, Mal- with yeah, with with the Malifaux. But yeah. I've learnt also that painting is a fickle thing, so I never expect it. So just like sportsmanship, never expect. And that. also, you've got to, you've got to put up with my shoddy work, so. Well, your work is by is not shoddy, Mike, and you know it. It's not as good as I don't think it's as good as the stuff that you've just been showing. I really don't. I think I really think that what you've done with that crew is really, really pretty. I'm looking forward. I've got a few more things to paint. I'm going, but I'm going to carry on with it. Just not as intensely as it was before because when you're painting to deadlines obviously it drives you and it puts you in this this zone of uh, panic to a certain extent yeah I think the other thing that um, has helped those that particular set of figures is your basing I think the basing is popping a lot more I I (laughs) I said after doing my signal that I would never ever do um, cobblestones again, and I find myself with these figures black cat bases again. Oh, by the way, I did get my black cat bases. I got them last week. Um, ordered right. them in April. So, but it was already too late because I'd had to make some of the bases for some of the figures out of green stuff. But I've now I've now got a load of thirty mil inserts as well. So. Anything else that I do can, I can obviously do a little bit easier then. Um, but yeah, I've ended up with flagstones again, and I've tried to keep a simple scheme with just some spot colours on there to break up the mundaneness of the the colour I've chosen for the base of the flagstones. Um, I've actually used army painter washes again for going over the stones and then I more or less use a white wash um, or a a brighter wash of the base colour to go over the edges 
and it's very thin, so it look it gives the stone a a chalky effect, you know, which after dull coating doesn't look so makes it look quite good, I think. I think they look ace. And then pigment work as well, because I just like using pigments rather than painting mud and dry brushing. Um, and some tufts for spot colours again. To pop no, it I think I think they look I think they look really, really good. Thank you. Perhaps we'll lose all our games with them. See now we're now we're bloody it's it's all gone a bit Oh Conrad, I love you. <laughs> but we all know that anyway. Oh that's true. That's true. My wife did say was I having a gay affair with you. Um did was she I watching yes. her eyes? Would you was she yes. watching You just came out I, with it, did you? I just said yes. <laughs> of course I am. I'm surprised she didn't say have you two had a tiff because you haven't talked to each other for a for a good while. Which is why there hasn't been no fool's dailies. Yeah. We don't have tiffs. No, we don't. So, a crew is painted, and I suppose it's going to be a case of what's next, pussycat. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, whatever it is, I'm sure you'll do it for FD Challenge, capital F, capital D, lowercase challenge. Or, you forgot hashtag. Did I? Yeah, you forgot hashtag capital F. I, don't, I, don't, I think when you're down with the kids, you don't actually say hashtag. Uh, I, um, what do you say then? You don't say anything. Uh, I, um, I'm doing my own FD challenge because I'm just not doing the capital F, capital Z. I'm just doing the FD, lowercase FD challenge. <sighs> It'll get grumpy at you. I might try a capital F and a lowercase D challenge as well. But yes, I will be. I've been doing that. It's a great motivator, I think, as well. I've. I must admit. I so I put down for this week that I was going to do these two epic vehicles, and because I know you know I'm out tomorrow, we're out all weekend, and I thought okay, I'll just do a couple of epic vehicles. And to be honest, I don't even think I'm going to get the two epic vehicles done. Okay. Um, I've just. I've just had a busy week this week. Um, but it has helped me keep focused. So yesterday we played Fistful of Kung Fu, and normally I would have just gone, oh, I shall, uh, forget them, I shall paint Fistful of Kung Fu figures for a little while. But it actually kept me, it kept me focused on getting those uh, figures painted. And what the Octo Monkey was, when, the picture I just sent Conrad as we were talking, was a picture of the Epic. Um, little Metboy Speeder. Yeah, which looks lovely. It is coming together. I'm quite pleased with it. But do you know uh, what was the biggest thing for me with the... Um, I think it's this painting. It's the fact that uh, the crew's done. Um, but also, and I'm guessing I'm going to get this to a certain extent when I do other challenges as well, is that there's this huge sense of excitement for me about what's coming next. Uh, it's really weird. I'm thinking, oh, I could, I could, um, I don't know what I'm going to do next. You know, I, I'm going to, I've got a a goal with Nigel to build Arena Rec stuff by the end of July, and we're looking to have a game 
by the first week of August. I think we've mentioned it, may have mentioned it before. Um, but I'm looking forward to building the Arena X stuff, um, my bolt action stuff. The bases have come for um, for the MDF bases have come for for those figures. So there are there are magnetic round bases from Sally Forth. Um, so I can put them in a box with a magnetic sheet, just like the old Flames of War figures that I've got, um, and don't have to muck around with movement trays or anything like that, or figure boxes. So I've got to build those up because we're looking looking to have a game of bolt action as well. Um, and I've got my Relic Knights event in York on... July, so I've got to do my Diamondback for that as well. And you're fully painted for that, aren't you? Apart uh, from your Diamondback. Yes, I will. Um, to be fair, the Diamondback has got paint on it, but I want to obviously do it justice, so I'm going to yep. go back to it. Nice. But it's been nice having the FD Challenge because it provides you with a focus, as you said. And my stretch goals are done. As we as we record Fools Daily, I said uh, my fresh stretch goal for this week would be to get base coats on three spiders, and I've done it. Well done. So if I need extra spiders, at least they have paint on them, so they don't look... I don't have to go to our opponents and say, Do you mind if we use these ones, please? <laughs> is that what you would do? Is that the tone of voice you would use? Yeah, probably. Well, I'm looking forward to the doubles. I am as well. Um, I, I haven't played in a Malifaux tournament. I mean, the, the last Malifaux tournament I played in was the doubles at Tainlawn. Um, I've run a couple, uh, but I'm lo- I'm looking forward to it. And then next month, I'm actually going to try another singles tournament. Ooh, and see how that goes. Where's that? Darts, oh, you go to the darts who one. Yeah, oh, I haven't. Uh, I haven't got tickets for that yet. I don't think I've. It's, it's sold out. You could still come along and say hello. I could do. Yes, I will see if. Uh, when? What date is that? Um, I don't know. Sometime in July. It's a problem. See. Um. There you go. Anyway. So yeah. All right. Well, on that bombshell, we're. We're heading off to the doubles, so uh, until next time, I've been Mike. And I've been Comrade. Yes, you know. Bye-bye. You can contact Fools Daily on Twitter, we're at Fools Underbar Daily, or via email, foolsdaily at outlook.com. <laughs>